1: This is the Rita Cosby Show. And this is the Rita Cosby Show. Just literally a few hours ago tonight... An appellate judge came down and essentially stayed a ruling that took place last night by a Nassau County, New York judge that said that the mask mandate was illegal and unconstitutional, basically putting a stay on that. New York Governor Kathy Hochul saying she's going to continue to fight for this mandate in court, but she's going to hit a lot of bumps, including ones led by our next guest, New York Congressman Lee Zeldin, who was part of the team leading the fight against these mandates. Um, Congressman, great to have you here.
0: Great to be with you.
1: Oh, great. Perfect. Perfect. Um I want to ask you, Congressman, what's your reaction to this new decision that just came down by now another judge saying they're going to stay the previous decision? Where does this fight go? Because so many people are so passionate.
0: So many people are so passionate, and you have multiple fronts here. One is you have this great New York Supreme Court judge ruling yesterday saying that it's unconstitutional and illegal, this statewide mask mandate. But here's another thing. I was just driving in the car a couple of days ago, and I was listening to a public service announcement from one of our experts uh, with uh, the with medical research field telling all listeners driving in their car that, the CDC is now recommending not to use cloth masks. So, you have a statewide mask mandate. You have two year olds in masks. You're two years into the pandemic. You have all sorts of people around the state who are up in arms. You have a judge saying it's unconstitutional and illegal. And with all the other problems facing our state right now, we, and we have two NYPD officers who we have to bury, and, and cashless bail needs to be repealed, and, and the cost of living that's choking people out of the state, leaving the whole country in population loss. You want to put all of your bandwidth that should be spent elsewhere, fixing all sorts of problems I just mentioned and many others, and instead be trying to force that two-year-old to still wear that cloth mask that the CDC is recommending they don't wear.
1: Yeah, it, and, it is. So it does fight. seem ludicrous. I agree. And, and, and the fight, especially as you're talking about Um, Do you believe this is sort of obviously a personal liberties issue, that this is a freedom of choice issue?
0: Parents should be deciding whether or not their son or daughters are in masks. And, And this issue isn't just about the statewide mask mandate for school. It's it's all over. And it's also about governments circumventing the legislature and a governor thinking that they're ruling some empire. With unlimited power, power they know best and they could do whatever they want. You know, one branch of government controlling everything. This is New York State in the United States of America. This isn't some other country somewhere else. So there are multiple issues here. There's a freedom and liberty. There's about you know, a, a, our constitution and, and balance of power, checks and balances. Uh, and then it's also about actually following the science, following all of it, not just a part of it that is uh, convenient for your political calculation and your the selfish narrative that your political consultants want you to focus on and ignore the rest of the science.
1: You know, everybody, we're talking to New York Congressman Lee Zeldin. You know, Congressman, people are going, well, what do I do? First parents get this message of like, OK, and a lot of them sent their kids today without masks to schools because they heard that. The first judge ruling, now this other one. What do you say to confuse parents?
0: Well, we need to fight now. We need to mobilize, be active, advocate passionately for our kids, for our freedoms, for our rights. But at the end of the day, keep in mind that November 8, 2022, Kathy Hochul's name is going to be on the ballot. I'm looking forward to defeating her at the ballot box We have an opportunity this time next year, if you want to talk about January 2023, I, as governor, on day one, I'd get rid of all COVID vaccine and mask mandates. We need to repeal cashless bail in the state and support our law enforcement more, not less. There is you know, Alvin Bragg, who's the Manhattan DA, refusing to enforce the law on day one at pursue removing the guy, which is within the constitutional powers of the New York state governor. So you know, when you're talking about that person who's listening right now, they want to know what to do. Part of this fight is right in front of you as you think about what to do in the days and the weeks that come. And you have to advocate. I'll give you one other aspect of what's right in front of us is that the state legislature Might be considering bills like, for example, requiring all kids to receive the COVID vaccine in order to attend school in the fall. You need to go talk to uh, your state senator, state assemblyman. Let them know where you stand on these issues. Mobilize with other parents. Uh, Make sure your voices are heard. Be active in social media, but also don't lose focus of what's coming this November 8th, what it means as far as what kind of a government you want January of 2023.
1: Yeah, I agree, absolutely. And um, by the way, um Lee, will you stick around? I want to have you talk a little bit more about crime when you come back. Will you do that? It's um will you hang, can you hang around for a little bit? We're going to take a quick sure, break so. and continue with Congressman Lee Zeldin after the break. I want to continue now with Lee Zeldin, Congressman Lee Zeldin, and Lee, um I want to get your reaction as to what we should do um in terms of fighting crime and and this ambush and this disrespect of police officers. I'm so glad that we're such big supporters of our men and women in blue. I know you are, Congressman, too, so much. But we have to do something so people don't have these brazen ambush attacks and we can reduce crime in general, too. What are your thoughts? Because I know you're running for governor, too, and it's such an important issue.
0: We need to support law enforcement more, not less. I was raised in a law enforcement household. I have found that. Almost 100% of law enforcement is made up of amazing, dedicated, selfless men and women. They deserve our support. Uh, Up in Albany, we should pass a law enforcement bill of rights, recognize their inherent right of self-defense, make sure they have all the tools and resources they need to do their job safely and effectively, make sure they're not unfairly targeted by investigations, repeal cashless bail, and stop releasing criminals out of prison early. Uh, the governor signed this bill called less is more. I mean, it really should be called less is moronic. And when she did it, she released 191 people from Rikers Island and a whole bunch of people went right back to immediately reoffending. Be honest with reality here. Organized retail crime is actually taking place. You have people like AOC and her friends in denial about it. That's a problem. Uh, We need to ensure that district attorneys are enforcing the law. When you have a district attorney like Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg, they need to be removed. I would, on day one as governor of New York, use my constitutional power to seek removal of Alvin Bragg. Something else that's really interesting, uh, I noticed yesterday New York City Mayor Eric Adams uh, came out with some ideas for reforms, one one of which was giving judges the discretion to weigh dangerousness. Uh, when determining bail and the way that the vitriolic reaction of elected Democrats in his own party, going after the mayor publicly on social media, really tells you where the Democratic Party is. I think it's important up in Albany that we not only elect a Republican governor, that we not only elect a pro-law enforcement governor, but we have to break the supermajority in the assembly in the Senate. Now, we had outsized power of self-described socialists or anti-law enforcement. They fight for criminals rather than fighting for law-abiding citizens. We need to make sure that the handcuffs are going on the criminals and not judges, not on law enforcement, not on the law-abiding New Yorkers who want control and deserve control and have a right to control over their streets. This is all just some of the simple many opportunities that are in front of us right now, today, in order to set things right. But unfortunately, the one party rule we have at every level of government, they're going in the opposite direction. So we New Yorkers have to take charge to get control of our streets. We're going to have to fire those who are in power right now doing the wrong thing.
1: You know, and uh, Congressman Zeldin, I want to have your reaction to this comment from Eric Adams, because there seems to be, and listen, I applaud just as you said, he's definitely tougher by far than de Blasio. Um, and he's already getting pushed back from some in his own party. But a lot of his focus, it seems to be in, we're hearing it all the way in Washington too, is on guns. It's all guns, guns, guns. And I do think, listen, it's important to get illegal guns off the streets. But I tell everybody, you got to get gun control, but you also got to get thug control. You More importantly, you got to make sure that somebody, it's it's the person who's pulling the gun um, also, you know, you want to get illegals. You don't want to get, you know, guns that are running rampant and, and into the wrong hands. But you also need to make sure, as you're talking about, it's this punishment. Are they missing the mark in priorities? Here's a little bit. This is Eric Adams, and I want to get you to react, Congressman. Here's Eric Adams. How are we
0: removing thousands of guns off the street and they still
1: find their way into New York City Mm -hmm. in the hands of people who are killers? What are your thoughts about that? Is there... there a wrong focus on guns, 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 at the expense of not, like you said, throwing the book at the criminals too.
0: Everything that that I was just talking about of what needed to get done, that stuff needs to get done. Now, if you want to talk about a, an illegal gun used to commit a crime, it's not that there is a need for a new law. You're saying that the gun is illegal, so w- why? Is it illegal? What crime already on the book was broken? And what aren't you doing to enforce the law? And what we're finding, I mean, we're just talking about the Manhattan District Attorney refusing to enforce all different kinds of laws. What we have found, I'm in my fourth term right now in Congress. I, I keep finding members of Congress on the other side of the aisle who want to enact new gun control bills. They want to pass a new law. And they're never willing to talk about coming to reality about the point that you have all these attempted illegal purchases of firearms where the system works and then it doesn't get prosecuted. I want law-abiding citizens to be able to exercise their Second Amendment self-defense right to be able to protect them and their families. They want to have a firearm for the purpose of safe, secure carry and self-defense they have a constitutional right to do it, and, the, and that constitutional amendment says shall not be infringed. That's not my concern. The concern are the criminals who aren't looking to have a firearm for safe and secure reasons, and are looking to do bad things uh, with it. And the system is not working. We're not going after where the, you know that attempted illegal purchase of a firearm is getting caught. And then we're not prosecuting it, and it's uh, and it's
1: but, also those repeat offenders. It's a the revolving door, Congressman Zeldin.
0: Yeah, and you know we, we can have a conversation about what you and I are talking about right now. I'll have that with any of my colleagues on either side of the aisle, conservative, moderate, liberal. I don't care, and we could debate it when necessary as well. But don't think this is my biggest concern about how you know this illegal gun conversation is going. There are people on the other side of the aisle who are trying to have this conversation because they don't want to talk about anything else. That's so incredibly dishonest. It's not helping to resolve the issue that we're actually facing right now. They don't want to talk about repealing cashless bail, so they just want to talk – about guns, they don't want to talk about. You know, Kathy Hochul's pathetically silent on Alvin Bragg and the memo to not force all sorts of laws and to downgrade all sorts of other laws on top of it. So instead of having to talk about it, she just wants to talk about guns. You know, we are, are you know conservatives are willing to have a conversation about any topic that you and I are talking about right now, but but don't come at us with the attitude that nothing else about what I mentioned of the, you know, the 10 to 15 different areas that need to be tackled. We, we, you know, there's no bandwidth, there's no oxygen left to talk about any of that because all we have to talk about is, is guns. It's just not going to work. The the, the New Yorkers are smart enough. They realize the consequences of cashless bail and releasing these prisoners early and not backing up our men and women in blue They know about all these other contributing factors that are massive reasons why public safety is going in the wrong direction. And you and I didn't even start to talk about anti-Asian hate and anti-Semitic violence, violence on our streets, targeting people because of their religion, targeting people because of their ethnicity. I mean, you and I could just keep going on and on on all sorts of topics that are not about guns.
1: No, I agree. And and look, some of the subway pushing as you're talking about, and some of these other things, and it has to be a comprehensive, all hands on deck. Yeah, what um, does
0: that have to do with guns? You know, right. like you're pushing people into you know the the subway left and right. We keep hearing these stories every single day. And Kathy Hochul, I just want to talk about guns.
1: Right. It's a one trick pony and it has to be a comprehensive thousand percent. I agree with you, Congressman Lee Zeldin. Um, Congressman, um, good luck with your campaign. You got to come back on again here soon. We always love having you here on the show. You know that.